0: And welcome back, everybody, to another HK video game experience. This week is going to be our 16th episode. So me and Clear decided to give you guys a little bit of uh, something we called 16-bit memories. So we just want to chop up kind of our memories with the Super NES, because I was a Super NES guy. He was a Genesis guy. So um, thought that would be a pretty cool thing to do and see what we kind of get into and see where that takes us. But anyway, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. I'm just
1: trying to stay warm.
0: Yeah, 19 yeah, we degrees. Got
1: a, yeah, well, right now we are creeping at in Mississippi. Good old Mississippi. We've got... Let me refresh my temp gauge here. We're sitting right at 21 <laughs> right now. Our wind chill this morning was a good old negative 2. Yeah, that's crazy, And man. this is Mississippi, and I'm in central Mississippi, so if you know Mississippi <laughs> very much... We we don't do cold weather very well, so yeah. we've so, we've had our snow we've had our snow apocalypse 2018 this year, so we're 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 kind of kind of tripping out. It's actually the second snow of this winter. We actually got snow back in December. We actually um, at my new
0: house we got like over six inches of snow. It was pretty wild. So and just to show you, I called Clear this morning to kind of talk about the podcast, and I, he's like, "What's up, man?" And just talking, and I said, "Where are you, dude?" He's like, "I'm at home." So it snowed. No work, no play. I mean, no. It says play, all play. I wish it was
1: play. No, man, it's too cold, dude. Just like, <laughs> sitting inside. So, so, like, the snow, when it hit back in December, you know, it was it, the, the wind wasn't too bad. We could go out and play in it a little bit. I took my son out and we played in it a little bit. Today, man, I, dude, I just stayed under the blankets. It was Cold. It was just, just unreal cold. Like I don't even remember it ever being this cold when we were growing up. So it was just, it's just wild. Well, so that's
0: what uh, video games are for, man. Did you get to play any today?
1: No, I, I was with the wife, so we actually got to spend a little quality time. So that was he nice actually. Uh, no, the kid is at the grandparents, so no, was, I know that's was nice. There. I don't. So get it was that nice. luxury. Yeah, we, we we got the luxury of no kid and just me and her. So we. Did a little bit around the Brandon house and sp- spent some time together, so that was that was nice to have that. But I did play. You're going to laugh. I played a little Destiny too, just a little oh, while. ago. I could have told you that. <laughs> I could have told well, they, you that. They're doing they the fixed faction, it though, right? didn't they? Uh, yeah, right. Um, so okay, they, I are
0: to pick every time Destiny two is mentioned. There's some so, smart so, Alec comment in my brain. So, Oh, no, trust me, it is, too.
1: When I jump on, it's like, why am I even doing this? Why am I torturing myself with this? But they got the faction rallies going, and I'm a New Monarchy fan now, and so I was like, let me jump on here, pledge my allegiance, and pick up my Ingrams, and do a couple things to try to get the... They've got new ornaments for the New Monarchy gear, which is... I think it's kind of crappy that they're playing it like that. You know, it's just like... You know, instead of giving you new armor for a new faction rally for a new season, we're going to give you ornaments for the armor that you already have. So you have to do these things (sighs) to get these ornaments. And I'm like, so you're just telling me I'm going to have, quote-unquote, new armor. But it's not new armor. It just makes the old armor look different. It's just, I'm just kind of like, huh? And then also, too, I found out, too, this is, I guess this is a little bit of news. um, And it just happens to be Destiny 2 related. Um, You know how usually whenever they put out a new faction rally or they do... The new Iron Banner, they have new weapons and things like that. Well, they have actually not released any new weapons for the um, for the faction rally this time. And I'm like, so you're having this new faction rally in this new season, and there's nothing new.
0: Other well, I bet they had the them in there, and then they they were going to put them behind the paywall, or make them come out of loot boxes, and they were like, nah, we're going to catch too much heat, so we take them out all together, like we didn't have them. Now they might have to all about that, but <laughs>
1: what, but uh, from what um, from what I was reading is is what they're doing is is they're releasing three new auto rifles for each for each faction. The funny thing is is that's the reward if the faction wins the faction rally. So that means two of the three factions will not have a new weapon at the end of the faction rally. So you're not even getting a new gun at the beginning of the faction rally. Halfway through, you have the chance to get one gun for one faction out of the three factions that you can have a faction rally. Destiny's just Bungie's really just they're really missing the mark here and I really hate to beat them again for it but it's an oversight on their part where they could have released new stuff. I hear people getting the sword that was in uh the faction rallies from the past season, but I can't count that as a new weapon because that was in a previous one. Now it is a new attainable one. That you can attain through packages through the faction rally. But still, it's just... It, they're shooting themselves in the foot. And, and two, when you go to your faction leader, you know whether it be Dead Orbit, New Monarchy, or Future World War Cult, you can actually buy the armor from the previous faction rallies, from the previous season. The only problem is, is you have to open up so many packages to buy each one. You can't just go buy it with tokens and... Uh, legendary shards you have to have opened so many packages to open each one it's like two, four, six, eight. It's, it's ridiculous it's like why don't you just allow us to be able to buy it if we want to buy it versus having to rank up and then be able to buy it you know it's just they're shooting themselves in the foot you know and I, the only reason why I'm playing it is because I've already paid for all of it and I've paid for all the way through expansion 2 and so I'll play all the way through expansion 2 Honestly, seriously, I'm considering not getting whatever they release in the fall. Like, I'm s- s- hard considering it. You know, I'm a diehard Destiny fan. You know that. And for me to say that to not even play it in the fall and basically be done with Destiny after that, you know, that's a big deal. So th- there's a good possibility that I won't even buy. Well,
0: know, I heard new the stuff new one. That point. They make you. You got like uh, lives. Like you got like three lives, and then on your fourth death, you either have to wait an hour. To come back, <laughs> or you have to pay ninety nine cents, <laughs> something like. I wouldn't
1: that. put. I wouldn't it, put it past. I wouldn't put it past Bungie and Activision to do that kind of junk. I but mean, I'm waiting for you to
0: get to where you finish a faction rally or whatever, and a raid, and you get your Vex Mythic class. I'm talking Destiny One old school weapons uh-huh. now. Boom! There's your Vex Mythic class, but it's locked in your inventory until you pay five dollars, Then you can start playing with it. Oh no! Something it's like be, that.
1: It's gonna be. Bungie and Activision are gonna figure out a way to bring the arcade coin operated to console. They are going yeah. to do it. It's just, it's just going to happen because that's the way it's going, and that's going to ruin gaming once they do that. But they're going to eventually do it, like you said. You know, you only got a certain many lives, and then you got to wait an <laughs> hour to play. No, it's going to be okay. You get three. You lives. Have a twenty-five
0: cent thing on when the controller. You, you put a quarter. When you, in the die, controller. When you die
1: instead of the instead of the share button. It's going to be uh, drop a quarter from your uh, from your uh, PSN account into here to to continue playing. You know, it's going to be like the Ninja Turtle arcade game that we used to have in Pizza Hut back in yeah. Forest. It'll be a know, button to on continue, your controller, and you got the countdown, and, and then once the countdown happens, it's game over. You got to start all the way over again. It's gonna be crazy like it's that. Like if you
0: push this, it's one destiny token, but it's actually like fifty cents. You just all you gotta do is push it, and you don't even think about it. Yeah, And it just pushes. But that reminds me, what have you heard about? Didn't they weren't they trying to do a thing to where on multiplayer it was some some way that you could you have to pay to win on multiplayer, not necessarily pay to win, but. Uh, There's some way to make microtransactions or some kind of thing in multiplayer. You mentioned it on a podcast previously, and I can't remember, and I heard that too. They are doing something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: I don't remember, and right now Barton Brain's fuzzy because, like I said, I've been dealing with ice and snow. I've had family without water because pipes have been freezing, and that's what we've had to deal with over here. So I don't remember that. A little foggy on some of that. Um, I'll I'll try to look that up and actually have that for us uh, next time we talk because I do vaguely remember it. Um, but I don't remember
0: exactly the details that I had on that. Yeah. Uh, maybe I nobody, that. I don't think it's like solidified, but I think they were, they, it came out like in a public announcement, like, Hey, we are yeah. finding a way to make more money in the multiplayer part of it or whatever.
1: I wouldn't put it past anybody for that right now. Cause it's just, it's just rampant them trying to do those kind of things. Um, I know that, uh, EA and Bioware are having a hard time and actually starting to lose some steam on, uh, Anthem. That's supposed to be the quote unquote destiny killer. Like the division was, yeah, of course, and, because of now, for all the if crap anthem went is with them. yeah, if anthem is done right and they don't put in the microtransactions, which I guess here's another little tidbit of news that if y'all didn't know and if I, I haven't said this before in a in a previous podcast. Anthem is actually reworking the game because they had microtransactions <laughs> yep. in the game. And it was kind of a big part of the game having that in there. And so they're reworking the game to try to pull some of that out so they don't get blasted when they drop it. Yeah, um, terrible. Right right now, they don't even have a, f- a confirmed release date. Uh, as far as I know, it's going to be fall of 2018 this year. It might be pushed into uh, maybe January to pushed. March of 2019. I think Anthem is going to get pushed. Back
0: yeah, they because- got to redo the whole game. Well, you know, until
1: I, yeah, until I get some of the heat di- and some until some of the heat dies down about microtransactions, um, I don't think that any game that's based on my mic- microtransactions or that had a large chunk of it in microtransactions should be released. I think they need to rework the game and pull those out. But we'll see how that goes. And hopefully, you listeners out there can push this out and get other people listening to this because if you can, then that's great. Because the more voices we can have saying that kind of thing, the more it's going to affect the gaming community. And we've got to be a voice for the gaming community to kind of fix those kind of things. Otherwise, companies like Activision, EA, are going to take uh, take advantage of us and push in those microtransactions in the game because, honestly, it wasn't Bungie pushing that. It w- it was Activision pushing those microtransactions. And Bungie's like, okay, let's make some money, you know? I mean, right now, the only way I feel like a microtransaction can work is the way they've done it in Overwatch, which, I mean, you got to look at the... Money they raked in, and it's purely cosmetic. It's just purely cosmetic for that. We're
0: pretty uh, vocal with the um, battlefront. So I mean, it's not even going to. It's not even even if it dies down. It doesn't matter. If you drop something like that again, it's going to be done with an anthem. I don't know what their little plan is. I'm sure it's going to be some similar form to Destiny, where it's several years. They can just milk it for seven years. And everybody knew it, since it's from EA, it's kind of like, eh, yeah, I'm not a big yeah. fan now. And so now that they have to go through and even revamp the game because of all this heat, it's just like, dude, that's going to severely hinder sales. Now everybody's exactly. already gun shy from Destiny, and then you throw the Battlefront two news in there. Now they're even more gun shy, and it's like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not excited about it. I'm going to wait for it to come out and see what happens, just like I did Battlefront two. Lo-
1: it looks cool, but right now I'm like sitting here thinking I was like, oh yeah, I see how they're gonna microtransactional the uh, make this my you know how to embed those microtransactions into it with um you know they showed this the scene of the guy walking through all of the different armor suits that they can wear and I'm like <laughs> oh yeah there's the money sign there's the money sign there's the money sign you know the little additional parts that you can put on it so yeah. it's just it's it's bad um, I guess another little tidbit of news is, is I've been hearing. Inklings of uh, Borderlands 3 possibly make an appearance at E3 this year. Um, I'm not going to try to jump on the hype train just yet because, me personally, that's going to be a game that I'm probably going to dive into big time on. And I'm hoping Hollywood will jump into well, of it too because it, it, it was a great game and it, it was so much fun playing uh, Borderlands 1 and 2. And even the prequel. The prequel was a little weird and I played it, but. You know, I'm down to jump on Borderlands at any time. That's that's a fun game. So I've been hearing little inklings and little rumors about it, but nothing hardcore, nothing serious yet. So I hope it's not hope... in
0: space. I mean, take stuff out of space. I well, mean, prequel. Geez. The
1: prequel was was the one to do yeah, that because exactly. of that, and it made it rough. I mean, heck, it, it at times when I first played it because it was one of the first games that I played on my 4K TV, and Playing it and having the the physics in it where you're jumping different and floating more, it actually kind of made me a little sick. I got a little motion sick (laughs) playing it. So I was like, whoa, you know, it's just a little too much there. So I went back to Borderlands 2 and played it through.
0: It was still good, but it wasn't as good as... I think the original one was one of the best ones. Of course, I got that one when it was... um, All the expansions were out for it, so I got to buy everything at once. And me and Rev just... Slam through it. I mean, we dominated it, we mastered it. But anyway, uh, let's get into a little 16 bit uh, era news here, or well, not even news, just a little, little retrospective because, I mean, dude, this is by far one of my favorite consoles of all time is the Super Nintendo. And if you can't tell, we do most of our retrospectives on here, and mm-hmm. they're, a lot of them are NES games, and I'm necessarily a fanboy per se, although I do like Nintendo, but it's just kind of, that's what we grew up playing. So that's kind of what exactly. we, yeah, that's what we get used to. Uh, but you were more of a, you had Sega. You were the first one that I knew that had a Sega and then a Sega CD and a 32X and all that yeah. stuff. So it was a good mix because I had this Super NES and you had the Sega and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but you didn't, um, I got a obviously got a Nintendo first. And so that was in 84, Six or to. something. I remember getting it. I was uh, so young, and it, it like was quite bad because
1: it wasn't even released yet. Then eighty six, the and Super regular Nintendo, Ninten- no regular Nintendo. Oh, regular Nintendo. I'm sorry, brain.
0: Yeah, you so have to forgive me. Still regular Nintendo in eighty six. I remember getting it. I was at home in that old little house I had across from the school. And they brought it home. My parents did. And then like it was like date night or something for them. So they brought it home. Like, oh, here's your Nintendo. Bye. And now we're going on a date. And, like some little 16-year-old girl babysitting me or whatever. <laughs> like, hey, can you hook this up? And you're like, I don't know how to do it. So I just sat there sit there and look at the box for, you know, three hours. Which, That's you know, funny. when you're six years old, it's like an eternity. And so they finally hooked it up and uh, got into Mario. And, of course, Mario and Duck Hunt, it came with it. Zelda was my second game. And so... Uh, That was a lot of fun, but anyway, you didn't. I don't remember playing Nintendo with you. Did you have one? I I got it. I got my
1: Nintendo in eight in Christmas of eighty seven, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sitting there trying to calculate it up. Um, I lived in Brandon at the time. I wasn't in Forest. Uh, I lived in Brandon for a good little while. My dad was working at a bank there. He's president of a bank there. That's the reason why we moved there. Um, And I remember the first house that I lived in because I actually lived in two houses in Brandon when we were here. The first house I lived in, uh, my next door neighbor had a Nintendo, and that's where I played Excite Bike. So that's I got some memories of Excite Bike there. Yeah. And uh, and then then um, I finally got my own Nintendo, and I, I like I said, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was December of '87 because uh, I, I played it for a, a solid year or more before I moved to Forest. I moved to Forest in August of '89. Cause uh, Matthew was born in 1990, and that's my little brother. And so I remember that because he he was kind of the thing that happened to me first when we first moved to Forest. So uh, that's actually the and if I'm not mistaken, that was either the third or fourth time we had actually lived in Forest at that point. So we uh, moved around yeah. a lot. We moved around a lot before my little brother was born, and we pretty much stayed in Forest once he was born. So.
0: Yeah, I remember getting uh, The Legend of Zelda, I think was my second game, and then we moved to, to the neighborhood that you lived in, or I lived in there first, but the new neighborhood when my cousin was there, Randy, and I would go over there, and they had all these games, Contra, Mega Man, that's where I first found Mega Man, yeah. you've seen her jumping and all this, you're like, what is this guy, a robot, is he a regular man? It's like, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> you know, with him, he looks like, he oh yeah. no, he's a robot, so why's the cover, you know, he has this, he's holding a gun, he looks like a regular guy. You know, it looks like one of y'all drew it on there, too. But uh, <laughs> so anyway, but you know, that was a fun thing. But, you know, we were real young. I mean, we're like eight years old. And mm-hmm. then uh, 91, I believe, when the uh, Super Nintendo came out. Yep. And uh, I, I remember waiting for that thing, man. Oh, my gosh. I was yep. waiting so hard. Because we had Nintendo Power. Y'all knew it was coming out. And then they yep. had, at Walmart, it was $200, I remember. And it came with Mario World. one ninety nine ninety nine. 99 Yep. And, <laughs> yep. And they had it at Walmart, and man, when I first played that thing, I was in, in heaven, dude. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Back and if I'm not parents, mistaken, you got me. that
1: for your birthday in '91 because it actually released it on August 23rd, '91, and your birthday's in September. So, if I'm not mistaken, you got that for your birthday because I remember seeing you. Huh, I, I the one of the one of the one of the it's not a fondest memory, but it's one of the funny memories that I had. I remember coming over to your house, and this was after you'd gotten it. And I look over at your trash can, and you put the bo- your Super Nintendo box in the trash can, and I'm like, "Dude, why are you throwing that away? You got to keep your box, man. You got to keep it forever."
0: <laughs> Nobody, did. everybody thought that was just packaging, man. Because Sega came with a plastic case, yep, and then all the yeah. Nintendo stuff came with cardboard the cardboard, and cardboard like, box and just styrofoam. Packaging. You don't need this. But yeah. you no, know, I didn't get it for my birthday. I got it, um, I remember preparing for it came, before it came out, and I was selling all my old NES games, and, uh, I was like, okay, I got a, had a, that black, everybody had it, it was that black Nintendo case, the gold buckle, you pushed it, it popped yes. open. I don't know, it held like 20 games or something, but I had all those games in there, uh, you know, you popped it open, you saw the tops, you know, and it's like, it had the labels on there, in labels and whatnot, and then, um selling all of them he'd put an ad in the paper or whatever and i was like okay i'm gonna sell this game this game this game i'm gonna have like if i sell them they're worth like 50 dollars. you know i didn't know <laughs> 20 to 50, 20 to 40 dollars we probably sold each one for and i'm like okay all i need is 200 and i'm good and so i got more than 10 so i'll, I'll get it and i was like i'm gonna have like 150 dollars left over well then we started selling them and then my my mom was keeping all the money and it's like, wait, what are you doing? Well, we bought them. We're going to keep the money. I said, well, I'm saving it for the Super <laughs> Nintendo, you know? that's the whole reason I'm trying to sell them. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, you know? And so she's like, no, I'll buy it. We're going to buy it. I just want to, you know, I'm keeping this. I said, okay. So was, then we went and bought it after I got to $200 or whatever. And so, but I didn't get any extra is all I'm saying. But mm-hmm. got it. And then I think the first game I got for Christmas was F-Zero. Yep. And I'd never heard about it. And, uh. And a lot of people like F-Zero. Um, they, they really rave about it, and I'm not a real big fan of it.
1: It's an okay game.
0: Because, uh, you know, there's like four characters you can get, and mm-hmm. they all have various abilities and whatnot. Which one was your... Did you remember which one was your favorite Oh, man, one? I'm going to have
1: to look it up to see which one was my favorite, because I just I don't remember it. I think it was like... Because they were blue and red, and I forget what the other colors yeah, were—green and yellow. So I yellow think, was real fast. I think either the blue or the red was my favorite. I can—I'll tell you in a minute once I see it, it. It's one of those memory things.
0: So I'm going to completely by memory. The blue guy was Captain something. I was going to say Falco, but I think that's just Star Fox. Oh, Captain Falco.
1: The—if uh, I'm not mistaken—the F zero blue guy is actually in Super Smash Brothers.
0: Yeah, he is. So yes,
1: that was my favorite one because I remember actually getting to play with him in Super Smash Brothers and go, oh man, I remember him from F C I used to play with him all the time. So yes, that was the one.
0: So it's um, the the uh, red guy. I kind of liked at first. I think it's just because I liked his vehicle and then the. Uh, but I had to always. I didn't like the green guy. He was an alien, and so mm-hmm. but he had the toughest car, and that's the only way I could get to certain parts. And there's one stage that I mean, this is again all by memory, and it's all before internet and all this. So uh you had to get the yellow car there's one part later on i mean i don't even remember how the thing goes you finish the first circuit you get to another one another one and at the first race you get gold in like the first four races or something so then it moves you to the next circuit or whatever but at some point you go around this curb, and then there's a big jump and if you don't have the yet or if you don't have a speed boost you can't get over that jump unless you have the yellow car which is the fastest one mm-hmm and so once you got around once, it's easy to save your boost for that one. But you don't get a boost at first; you have to f- complete a lap before you get a boost. Yep. And uh, man, it was uh, that game. It's it's pretty tough at first, but I mean, I played it a lot, so I can't sit and say I didn't like it necessarily. But I wasn't a fan of. It. They had it come out for Super NES. I mean, uh, for uh, Nintendo sixty four as well, and mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Was it the yeah Nintendo sixty four? And they had a GameCube version. I didn't get either. Yeah,
1: they had a. Let's see. They had um, God. I didn't realize they had this many games, but they have F Zero. Uh, it's called F Zero Grand Prix, F Zero Grand Prix Two, F Zero X, F Zero X Expansion Kit, Maximum Velocity <laughs> GX, AX, GP Legend Climax. I mean, that's all the yeah. way to 2004. They're putting games out. I did not know that. That, that, that BS one was is that a good
0: title for it. But, uh, <laughs> like I said, I don't want to hate on it because this really is a good game. They put a lot of time to it. I'm not a racing game fan um, too much. Um, but, anyway, that was actually my second game. Third game was Final Fight. And uh, and yes. so I remember that one very well because they had an arcade version mm-hmm. at Walmart. And then I got the game like, oh, well, yeah, I, can't, I got that for Christmas. And I was like, oh, yes, I can't wait to go play it. And I turn it on, and there is no guy. And everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, that was my, you know, that was my favorite character playing the arcade,"
1: mm-hmm. and he's not
0: even on that one.
1: Yep. <laughs>
0: so they ended up re-releasing it later with a Guff called Final Fight Guy, but um, that's very rare. It's expensive now. That one was pretty fun. I mean, you got Cody and you got Haggard, who's uh, Haggard's a wrestler. And what other, He was in another game. Haggard. Uh, oh, what game was he in? He who's a fighting game? I can't remember. You might have to look it up.
1: That's what I'm trying to look at, because I'm like...
0: It was a fighting game. Um,
1: uh, muscle Bomber?
0: What is it? Muscle I Bomber? I don't even know. i never heard of that game. But uh, but anyway, I thought he was in some fighting game or something. Saturday
1: but, Night Slam Master. Yes,
0: that's exactly what that's it is. It. That's one you had. You showed me that one. Yes,
1: I had that t- terrible game. No, it was that. awesome.
0: <laughs> it's not terrible. I love that game. It was so much fun. I remember fun. that, because it, it was a wrestling game. Yeah, arcade and, wrestling.
1: Yep, it was awesome. I, I remember having that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was crappy, but it was fun too because it's like you don't have any real wrestlers on it. Uh, me and Hollywood were big wrestling fans back in the day, and that's why I got it because I was like, "Oh man, it's a wrestling game! I got to get a wrestling game!" And then I get it, and I'm like, "Where's Hulk Hogan?" You know? so it's just uh, kind of yeah, one of those things for me. There's no
0: Hulk Hogan. There's no Ultimate Warrior. There's no it Monday Night Raw. It was Saturday Night Slam Masters. hope don't fight on Saturday. His
1: day off, man. So, but yeah, that that that's he was uh he was in that he was uh he was called Muscle Bomber in uh and the um Saturday Night Slam Masters. Saturday says so yeah, Saturday Night Slam Masters. Yeah, I thought
0: you were saying that's a game.
1: Well, it, it, I was looking up because I looked up Mike Haggard. Right. and it, it had uh it had Mike Haggard final fight and Muscle Bomber character. And uh, so it's actually you know when you click on Muscle Bomber it takes you right to the Saturday Night Slam Masters. So he that that was his character that he played in Saturday Night Slam Masters is what I'm is what I'm assuming by the linkage
0: there. So then I remember getting Act Razor, man. And Act Razor is a very very unique game. There's none other like it still to this day that I can think of. It's a um it's a side-scrolling hack and slash kind of, but it has a sim city type of uh, effect to it. When you, um, if you go, through, you start the game, you hack and slash, and then you're like a little angel, and you are like a god, mm-hmm. and like saying, "Okay, here," and they'll the people will come to you and ask you for. You got a, they got a problem or whatever, and you move them to fight the demons off. They need your help. Once you clear the land of demons, the big demon pops up. You got to go in there and kill that one. I remember that. Um, so, just a real quick co- co- uh,
1: correction for me. His name was not Muscle Bomber. Muscle Bomber was the name of the Japanese version of Saturday Night Slam Slam Masters. Uh, 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 Mike was actually Mike Macho Haggard in in that. So, just <laughs> wanted to correct that real quick since I saw those corrections.
0: Yeah, I remember that on uh, ActRaiser, where you go to the desert and then you can make mm-hmm. it rain and wash the sand away, and you get some music or something from like the desert or from somewhere. I think it's the desert, I can't remember which one it is. And like in another world, they're sad, so you introduce music to them, and they are so happy or whatever. And it was pretty cool. That was a very interesting game. And then I like the
1: cover art on it. The cover art on yeah. it was pretty neat because it has basically it has ActRaiser in this really nice uh, font. A uh, little symbol behind it, and then lightning coming down on the plains above some pyramids. It looked kind of neat, and I remember, I, I remember that cover. And as I look at it, it,
0: it's it's pretty neat. So, but anyway, man, yeah, that was cool. They came out with Razor 2, and it's all hack and slash side mm-hmm. scroller or whatever. And it's very difficult. Um, I played it. I think I think I probably rented it from Video Visions, and then I uh, it's like, yep, yeah, no, nah, it's too tough. I don't got time to try to figure this one out. But I mean, I am not going to sit here and list every single game I had. I just want to list a couple of memories. I mean, I remember yeah. uh, Final Fantasy four. We already talked about how I got that one, and then Final Fantasy six is still my favorite game. And I remember saving up and going to the store. Yeah. And my grand and it was eighty dollars. People don't believe it. It was because I saved up it sixty, was. went to the store, and I uh, didn't have it. Didn't have enough money, and my grandmother had to give me twenty bucks to get it. And that's my yeah, favorite was- game to this day.
1: It was, it was the most expensive game that we had ever hunted down. So.
0: But um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so you really think about those games. I remember going back and finishing Final Fantasy VI and mm-hmm. not going back and finish it, but finishing it for the first time. And then, you know, it gives you that whole long ending sequence, and if you miss a character, it just kind of goes gray and talks about yep. the character. And then... Um, and then it, uh, you know, so I'm like, oh, man, he he died, I guess. I don't know what, you know, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Comes, t- come to find out in a strategy guide that you can go back and get every single character. And I think we were probably in Jackson or something, went to Barnes and Noble. I was like, oh, there's a uh, Final Fantasy th- strategy guide. And I got it and started reading through it. I was like, what? You can go find these guys? So, man, I went back and tore through the game and found everybody and all this. It was just so much fun to go back and redo it. And that's still one I'll go revisit every so often.
1: Yeah, it's a good game. It's a great game. It's got a great story to it. I love that story.
0: So, what's what's your experience, man? What do you know?
1: So, just sitting there talking about it, you know, I have all these memories start coming flashing back. You know, of yeah. course, in the sixteen bit era, um, I'm actually going to jump over to the Sega side just because, uh, you know, I have, have quite a good good bit of memories on that. Um, I remember getting my. I don't remember when I got my Sega Genesis. I just remember getting it and i know i got it for christmas because i got almost every single system that i got at christmas that was the thing you know i got it you know i got my parents to get it to me get it get it for me for christmas cuz that way i could get it at christmas get a bunch of games and then i'd be a, be set for at least You know, uh, quite a while because, you know, it took time playing games. So one game that I remember that I remember very fondly was Sonic the Hedgehog. That was definitely one of the first games I got. It actually came with the system. The Genesis came with Sonic the Hedgehog, if I'm not mistaken. And I loved playing that game. I loved playing it. Uh, I just thought it was neat. thought it was interesting. And I thought it was just a nice change from Mario. Don't get me wrong, I love Mario. I think Mario's a great game. It's just nice to have something different. You know, I always liked having something different. And that's why I went with the Genesis, is because you know, everybody's got a Nintendo. Everybody's got everybody's starting to get Super Nintendos. Let me get a Genesis. I want to get a Genesis and be the first to have one. And it's just kind of funny since Genesis means beginning. You know, it was just kinda <laughs> funny because I was definitely the first one that never to have one. I had one of the, the original um the original Genesis. The yeah. one that had the red on it and everything. Well, it the original
0: really... Sega Genesis. Yeah. There's another, it was... there's another, like, Master System.
1: Yeah, the the Genesis, not the Master System, because the Master System was their 8-bit version. But the Genesis, the the, the one that I had, it said 16-bit across the yeah. top of it. Blast you know, it process. Had, had the red, exactly. It had all of that stuff on there, just right there and everything. And I remember when I first got it, I get the controller, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this controller's so weird because... Fat. You first you have first you have Nintendo with two buttons and a directional pad and the start select in the middle, and then you have Super Nintendo, the directional pad, the four buttons and the two bumpers now. Well Sega Genesis said, Oh no no no. We can do it better. We're gonna have three buttons. The directional pad, and instead of putting the start select in the middle, we're gonna put it above the buttons. Yep. Yeah. It was the weirdest feeling controller that I've ever held. It's just weird, and he, and and some of the newer versions of the Genesis actually had six buttons on it. I, I, I forgot that the newer ones, right, that were coming out, like the the, the Gen twos, they were six button controllers. So it's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing with all these buttons? You know, it's just crazy. You know, to see that. So, but they didn't have bumper buttons on them either. The Genesis didn't um i think that you might start so, uh, yeah, i think you started seeing the bumpers for the genesis on the uh sega saturn because i because with the sega cd and the 32x it used everything that was right there with the genesis so
0: i don't even remember the saturn controller what it, oh i do remember it now yeah i vaguely
1: remember it because it's just it, it you know, i had it for it's such a short time yeah it was they, a, it, it basically looked like button, a genesis I'm pretty sure yeah it was a six-button Genesis controller, but I think they added the bumper buttons, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to look that up to verify, but um, I remember getting it and playing Sonic, playing the mess out of Sonic, and just having a blast with it. Dr. Wily was always a fun villain, because he didn't look like a villain. He looked like a happy, chubby guy in this floating uh, floating little orb that he flew around in that, he, that sometimes had a drill on the front of it, sometimes had other attachments and everything and just fight, fighting it, and I thought that was funny. Because, um, you know, you got you got the same name character in other games from the Nintendo side. It, uh, I, I need to verify that it was Doctor Wily, but I'm pretty
0: sure it was. Eggman, no, it's Eggman, and then it's this, his his name was Eggman. Then it was Doctor Robotnik. There's like two Doctor Robotnik. Uh, things that's for him. what it
1: was. It's was Doctor Robotnik Doctor Wily? I'm sorry, I get stuck on Doctor Wily for some reason, and you'll hear me say that fairly often. Yeah, Doctor Robotnik he calls it
0: every Doctor Doctor Wily yeah so so. We, so the thing I remember so first of all yeah, Nintendo came out Sega came out a year or two before Super Nintendo so they just added the one button which actually if you just take select so it's a B and C it was very weird and the starts at the stop, at top of it So we like oh that's a lot. Well then mm-hmm. Super Nintendo came out and uh, you know it had the uh, six button plus the start and select and the directional pad of the shoulder pads, you know. So Nintendo has always been pretty innovative with their controllers. I didn't mind the N64 controller. A lot of people hate it. Um, I do still think the GameCube controller was one of the better ones. Uh, It just feels real good in your hand. But the one thing I remember about Street Fighter, like, uh, and I did have Street Fighter Two Turbo. That was the one that I got. They put, like, the so Street Fighter, you have weak punch, weak kick, mid-kick, mid-punch, strong kick, strong punch. And the Mm -hmm. shoulder buttons were the strong kick and punch. R was the kick, L was the punch. So you're going for attack. I mean, you do strong punches all the time. I don't know anybody that fights in Street Fighter. To this day, that uses the weak ones, unless you're throwing a a Hadouken, then you throw a middle one. Yeah. And so um, nobody uses that to this day. Or even doing an uppercut, you do the mid-button. Sega, you had to you got a b so you got a b and c is all you got so it did come out for sega too so a b and c is like weak punch mm-hmm. middle punch and strong punch for the c do you remember how you make it a kick was uh i
1: think it was down you would hold down to do it or you would hold uh forward to do it it was uh one of the combinations
0: now down is ducks forward moves you straight you have to push start and then it switches to a b and that's c, right a b and c to the kick So uh, you push start, and now you got this kick combos, weak, medium. And so it's just, like, so kind of (laughs) intrusive. I don't even know the word. It's like I'm fighting. I want to do a kick real quick, and I want to do a punch. I mean, if somebody's – the Hadouken and the Dragon Punch, that's something you need to do, like, at a moment's notice. I don't have time Mm. to push start and then do it. So that kind of – you know, everybody talks about Mortal Kombat hurting the Nintendo, and it did. Uh, when it came out with none of the blood and stuff mortal and but Sega released a Mortal Kombat with the blood and I remember a claim actually came to Nintendo and said are you, you want us to release this clean version are you sure you want to do that and they just they like they were like yeah we want you to do it and so um, they did and that Mortal Kombat sold from Sega four to one to the Super yep. Nintendo version and it, uh, it there's a big court case on violence on video games mm-hmm and that's where they got the ESRB rig yep. that came from. And anyway, some people say that Nintendo started this whole violence in video games ruse just to get back at Sega somehow. But it ended up coming back. They released, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat 2 on uh, Super Nintendo with the blood, and um, you know, so then they, they kind of that one did outsell the that version. That one did outsell About the uh, Sega
1: version. So I remember something about that, about those, too, um, and something that actually helped me. Um, Sega, when they actually released those games, they actually released an arcade-style controller for those games, too, to kind of help you with the conundrum of having to press another button to access those kicks and everything. Because I remember actually getting one of those arcade sticks because I remember arguing with my mom, saying, hey, I can't play the game very well without this arcade stick. i got to have this when I buy the game. And so I, I was able to be able to get one of those, so that, <laughs> yeah. that was something that I remembered off of that, and that, that's why that's why I have a vague memory of the pressing the start button to switch 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 them because I had that pad there, so I didn't have to fight with trying to switch it and all that.
0: One has a um, uh, reset and power button on the controller for the Super Nintendo. Did that actually reset and power off the Super Nintendo? I don't know. I never, I never missed. I never had one like that. Yeah, that was the advanced. That was the stick that had the uh, the advanced stick. I'm pretty sure it did not. Yeah. because I, I had it, the just, van- it looked yeah, like I, a Super Nintendo.
1: Yeah. I had the advanced stick for the, the Genesis, so.
0: Let's see. Yeah, Super Nintendo Advantage had everything. Freddy had this one. Freddy Woods. He had all this yeah. crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. He uh, had
1: all the crazy stuff.
0: And I don't think it actually turned the Nintendo on and off. I think it's just for looks. But, um yeah, I think it was just for those. I can't. I can't. I don't want to sit here and look it up until we until we know for sure. We'll we'll get back to you guys about that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: So but, um, something else that was cool too. That well, before I actually, you, before um, you
0: go on, I want to okay. unless you're going to talk about. I just wanted to mention something about Sonic because I remember uh, you first got it. Um, and I meant to mention, mention that right after you said that, but um, um yeah. Sonic, every time I play Sonic, I, I mean, I remember the cartridge you had. Yours had not for resale because That's what it came off the mm-hmm. with with the Genesis and so anyway we'd go over there I remember all this hype about Sonic Sonic all these commercials and blah 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 and I remember going over there and putting Sonic on and so okay let's play the Sonic game and then you start it and you've heard me talk about it the controls are super slippery I mean you push straight and you want to turn back around it's going to take him you know a second or so to kind of stop and let me go back And and turn back around and you go if you get any momentum at all and then he's going so fast to the stage, you can't even really see what's going on. You're just like, okay, I guess I'm, I guess this is the part yeah. of the game. And so I was like, kind of disappointed in it. I, I'm not a Sonic fan at all. I mean, people love Sonic and they love those old ones, but I am not a Sonic fan. It's, see, that's
1: what I liked about Sonic was kind of having that loose control. I actually liked the loose control and got pretty good with it because um, it, it was just fun to, you know, you take off running and they're like, oh, I missed something, you know, and you'd see Sonic kind of skid, you know, it, was kind yeah. of, it had that neat that's effect right. there. And so I always liked that. And then, of course, you would ball up and then just shoot through the stage if you wanted to as quick as possible. You know, yeah. I, re- I remember doing that. I enjoyed that. I actually loved Sonic. Um, and I didn't realize that uh, it was actually... Because, uh, you know, I-, I would read the magazines and everything, but I also mainly read Nintendo Power. I didn't read much others that covered uh, the Sega and everything. And I didn't realize that it received widespread critical acclaim as one of the greatest games ever made. Like, I'm reading that here. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I kind of get it because I know how much I loved it. I played I played Sonic all the way up through... Um, uh sonic cd when they had it on the sega cd Uh, i think i even got it i think i even got a version of uh i think they even put out a version of sonic on the sega saturn and had it too but basically if there was a sonic game i picked it up because i even had a game gear you know i was i was head first into the sega stuff i loved this i loved the sega systems
0: yeah you did i remember the game gear now that's the first place i played that but yeah sonic i can get over the controls but i just kind of like i mean and people love it like i said there's I played it to like stage four, finished stage four or something, and that's like I was like, yeah, I'm done. I mean, it kind of seemed like it was just kind of like, oh, let's see what happens next, let's see what happens next, and then never really kind of got into it after that. Uh, mm-hmm. Sonic two came out. You all, like you said, you had all the Sonic. you had Sonic and Knuckles. Do yep. um, you remember what was special about that?
1: Not off the top of my head at all.
0: Man, I tell you what, man. I'm telling there you, my brain don't ask any questions. Is some, my, bra- sure my don't brain? My brain is fried. i are not going to help you if you just ask more questions. That would help you.
1: Yeah, questions are for losers.
0: <laughs> exactly, I told you. <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles had that thing where you can play. Uh, I was a Sonic funny. game on the top of it. You put a Sonic game on the top of it. Sonic One, for example, on top of that game was a black cartridge, and you could put. That's a right. Say that special. They had
1: that special cartridge. Yeah. Yeah,
0: you can play Knuckles through the regular, uh, mm-hmm. Sonics. Yeah, but um, I,
1: I remember that now. I just didn't remember off the top of my
0: head. No, I, I'm, I'm going completely off my head, man. That's my, that's my style, <laughs> dude. I'm, I I, I'm still into it, man. I mean, I've been playing it forever. I've been doing it for, you know, my whole life, man, over 30 years. been playing video games and, stay, and just staying with them. I liked them for a long time. It's my way to kind of blow off steam or whatever and stick with them. But kind of got back into collecting once I kind of realized, like, oh, yeah, I forgot about these games. Let me go back and do it. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've got a lot of knowledge I remember pulled up from that. A lot of people yeah. just don't really do that. But but anyway, man, uh, Sega CD came out, and you, everybody thought that was going to be the bomb. And you had Sewer Shark. What games did you have for that? I know you had Sewer Shark. I
1: had Sewer Shark. I had Dragon's Lair. What else did I have on did that Did you one?
0: have uh, Double Switch, or was that John Dre? I can't remember. I
1: don't think I had Double Switch. I think that was John I, Dre. I, was... I only had like a few games on that, because in our area they were hard to get. And so um, I only had a few on there.
0: Yeah, uh, I think Dre had Double Switch. We had Corey Haim. It's it's just like a, I remember that Corey Haim was like the all the rage dude back in early '90s, mm-hmm. and he was like the, the coolest kid in the world. Um, yeah, give me give me a
1: second. I'm I'm looking them up. And I can tell you which games I had. Okay, I just I just don't remember. Uh, I had.
0: But you got. I know you got the. Not to get too far off the subject, but you had the super. You got the super scope. I never. You told me it again today that I had the super scope. I didn't. You never, had the super, super I never scope. scope. I, I got a super swear scope. you had they, the super
1: scope. You had because I, I remember you bought it in the box. I never bought the super scope because I never bought it. I remember playing it at your house.
0: I played it at your house. I remember it specifically. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh, this is gonna be this is
1: gonna probably gonna be the argument that we have that goes down forever. I never bought the Super Scope because I never could find a Super Nintendo with Super Scope. I remember you, you might not have it. bought
0: it, but we borrowed it from somebody then because I never bought bought it. I remember playing it at your house. I remember playing it at my house too, but yeah, uh, I didn't I, uh, I didn't buy it. I know I didn't yeah. buy it. I know I can tell you every game I bought, and I, so I mean I, I, I'm square. I know you bought the minister at one point for Sega. Yeah, the gun for Sega.
1: Yeah, I did get the gun for Sega. Um, let's see, I had Afterburner 3, I vaguely remember that one.
0: For soup uh, for the Sega CD? Yeah. I remember you bought Golden Axe, and uh, this one for Sega CD, but we also over there playing, I was like, dude, this mm-hmm. game is sick, and you were kind of like, oh, I'm just not, I could tell you just weren't really into it, because you wanted your mom to take it back, like that day, mm-hmm. and I think she did, you went back and took it back, you're like, I'm going to take it back, I was like, man, no, it's awesome, look at this, I loved it. Yeah, yep. and uh, that's still one I play. I like to kind of run through every so often. this on a 360 collection, Sega collection. But um, and, uh, you took it back. I don't remember what you got after that.
1: But. I got a game, because uh, I remember the front cover of this, I got a game called Brutal Pulse of Fury for the Sega Sega. Oh, my
0: gosh, yeah. That's I got that.
1: I, th- I thought it was a funny-looking game because of the characters on there. And like I said, I just didn't have a chance to buy a ton of games, so anything I found that I thought looked interesting. I got it. Uh, let's see. No, I I wanted to get it, but um, uh, it was the um, the cliff tank, cliffhanger. It was basically a game oh, yeah, movie. Well, I wanted Yeah, I remember that. I wanted, I wanted it, wanted. but I didn't it's get like it. It's like terrible, so. though. It's like one of the worst games yeah. ever
0: made. But just because it had Sylvester Stallone, it looked real, too. It, that's what the thing was. It's kind of when graphics first hit the market. It's like, oh, it's, all it mm-hmm. is is just a video, 16-bit video recording. Um, quick Draw McGraw, all that kind of stuff was, yeah. was supposed to be super cool. I had but Dragon's Lair.
1: Recording. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I mentioned that one already. Got the Earthworm Jim on it. I did get that because I liked Earthworm Jim. I thought that was an awesome game. Echo the Dolphin. Um, I probably got a couple of the sports games on it because I, I remember I like playing sports games. Probably more of the hockey because I like the hockey ones.
0: Brandon um, had a game that nobody I don't hear anything about it. Nobody says anything about it, and uh, you know Snatcher is a big one on Sega CD. Yeah. And uh, for the longest time, I thought this was Snatcher, but it's not. It's called Rise of the Dragon on Sega CD.
1: I remember that game. I don't. I, I remember you you and him playing that, and I remember watching y'all play it. Okay. But I don't. I don't ever. I, I never played it.
0: So Rise of the Dragon, um, you had to start. You're like a detective or something. And you start off. It's a click and point. So I got to get my gun as my detective. Move my pillow out. I get a gun. You got to get bullets out or whatever, and you go outside and you meet some. It's like an RPG, and uh, that's all I remember about it. Is the very first of it, and I remember going out into the. It came out in nineteen ninety. I remember it's an adventure game, and it's uh, absolutely like the DOS and Macintosh. Later remade for the Sega CD. So I don't know when it came out for Sega CD. But I guess it initially released in 1990. But, mm-hmm. Oh, it says 1992 is when it came out. But, man, that's a good game. I think it's cheap to get, too. I mean, I thought I I mean, I don't know how good it is. It's awesome back in the day because it's like a computer game. You know, all those computer games like mm-hmm. uh, King's Quest and uh, what's the other Sierra game I'm thinking about, uh, Police Quest, stuff like that where all these click-and-point games. Yep. And so then you got that at home on Sega. Well, you can get it. I didn't have a computer. I was never a PC gamer. Um, except for for and question. Wow. But um, it was amazing that you could have that at home. Another game I got was Mickey Mania.
1: I don't know if you remember that one. <laughs> I remember the game. M- I don't remember M- you having it. but It was a I'm- Mickey Mouse game. I, I probably had it for like no time at all because, you know, I was like, oh, let me play a Mickey game. I remember
0: yeah. getting the NBA Jam <laughs> on the Sega CD. Oh, that was such a good game. That Why don't they blast. have that on the NES Mini, Super NES Mini? I can't believe they didn't have I that. I know. On I'm Super shocked Mini. about that. They don't have a so, lot of uh, two-player games on there. I mean, they put Secret of Men on there because you know that was the big oh, it's a RPG, that's two players, and I never played it with two players, so I can't really talk about how fun it is. But it just never appealed to me to do that.
1: I got, I had Pitfall. I realized yeah, I, I remember Pitfall had had more games than I realized sitting here on that thing.
0: But um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Super Nintendo NBA mm-hmm. Jam, uh, NBA Jam. They had NBA Jam Terminum Edition. And it just had all these different crazy things codes you could put in and make it so much fun it's just mm-hmm. arcades, kind of like nfl blitz and all this S- These are such a blast so much fun but um but then we got the nail in the coffin for the 16 bit and it was that mighty 3do that came out oh yes and i had to get it and the 3do was going down when i and i asked for it for christmas mm-hmm. and then i remember reading in the uh nintendo powers or whatever it wasn't Nintendo powers it was like game pros or electronic game monthly that and playstation's got all this new stuff coming out but it's anything for 3do and even that young i was like this Sys is systems dying and i asked for it for christmas but it was so much fun man return mm-hmm. fire i had I that remember. Was a great I remember game playing that game for a while but, was, they need to revamp that game so all it is is a. Uh, it's a two-player game, so you got a green got green team and a brown team. It's a military game. You've seen yeah. it on uh, in the army now. Pauly Shorts playing at the beginning. Yeah. So you got uh, you got so many tanks. You got like three tanks. You got three helicopters. You got three missile trucks that drive around. They can lay landmines too. And uh, they ha- and you need have like eight jeeps or something like that, or maybe unlimited jeeps. No, you don't have unlimited jeeps because you can- you got to lose somehow. So it's like eight jeeps or something. I don't yeah. remember the exact number of jeeps. <clears throat> But you got so many fortresses and stuff. You don't set them up; the game does it for you. So the brown and the green. So you got to find a flag in one of these, you know, barricaded walls up and with shooters on it, and they got helicopters coming at you and all this kind of stuff. And you can just uh, as fast as you want to do. You can get a helicopter and fly over and try to just locate the flag right away. And if you get a, you can get your little jeep. You have to be in the jeep to pick up the flag. That's the big thing. So you got to clear a path to get your jeep to go up there and get it. So if you know the if you're a green guy green team and the brown team is getting their Jeep, you have a choice. Do I need to go keep looking for their flag or go after their Jeep, you know? It's a crazy uh crazy thing. I don't remember. Maybe I don't know if you run out of Jeeps or not. I can't remember. I think you do. But if you get that flag back, it's over and that other person wins. I mean, just think how much fun that would be online mm-hmm. or even if you can build your own bases oh, yeah. or something. So, <clears throat> that was a great game. That was on PlayStation, too. You can still get it on PlayStation. You can still get it yeah. on 3DO if you got a 3DO, but uh, that was one of the best ones, and I got Wolfenstein on 3DO, too, and that was I liked that version. Killing Time, a lot of mm-hmm. these fun fun type of game shooters that were realistic-looking. Killing Time, well, I don't like it that much. It looked good, but it didn't really play good. So, another game that I remember on the Genesis,
1: and you're going to laugh because I actually still have it. Uh-oh. Toe Jam and Earl... Battle on Planet Funkatron.
0: Yeah. Battle on Planet what? Funkatron. Okay. <laughs> I know it probably says like it's hard to like it said something bad. else,
1: but it says it's Funk, you know. Yeah. F U N K, Funk. Yeah. Funkatron. And it was so much fun because toe jam and earl were rude you know they yeah. You they know, just all kinds of, it's hilarious <laughs> they're two aliens rude, just had dudes. a blast i remember playing it and having so much fun with that game and laughing so hard at it because i thought it was just so funny to have that you know i mean granted you know we had mortal Kombat and all this too but to have this guy these two aliens running around doing that kind of stuff was just yeah i thought it was hilarious that was that was a fun game for back in the day and my little brother would just laugh at it every time I played it. So, it was, you know, that's another one of those good memory games.
0: So, you got a little red guy. He's got like three legs. Yeah. And you got a big fat guy. Mm-hmm. He's like a starfish, basically. I don't know what he does. Toe Jam and Earl. It's and actually. The funny, a...
1: the funny thing about it is, is they, they dressed like rappers because uh, Toe Jam, he's the three legged red alien, he has basically a uh, flavor Flav chain on. Oh, yeah, yeah. And a backwards <laughs> hat. And then Earl would always have sunglasses on, and he didn't wear a shirt and he just had pants on. He basically almost looks like he basically predated Patrick from SpongeBob and uh, from SpongeBob SquarePants.
0: <laughs> and that's what
1: he roughly looks like. But, uh, you know, it makes you think of, especially the time. You know, because you had Tupac and Biggie Smalls out at that time. That's basically kind of what they looked like. You know, at, at that
0: point. <laughs> yeah, so it was an attitude era. I mean, they all they had all the attitude, and they threw jars at people. So that's what they, they were on a space. Some some tourists had visited their planet, crashed on their planet, and uh, in their spaceship. And so all the tourists had to get had to you know they ran all over the the, the world or whatever planet mm-hmm. they're on. So you had to go find them. That was the whole goal of the game. Me and you didn't even know that because we didn't care. It was so much fun to just play anyway and walk mm-hmm. around and see all the stuff. But you're supposed to, like, rattle the trees or whatever, and they'll jump out and sometimes take a picture of you and blind you. Yep. But you got to throw jars at them, and it captures them. And then at the end of the stage, you release them all, and you got to capture all the humans or whatever. But one thing that I remember very, very well about that game was the – uh, little Play-Doh gooey jelly thing that you jumped on. Pink thing, remember? Yes. And you had yes, to jump yes. and you could keep jumping on it and it got higher and mm-hmm. higher and you could do flips. And we play, That's all we would do for hours, man. We, just we'd make toe jam. Toe and jam would land. do all
1: these crazy flips and everything.
0: And they'd land. If you landed on your yeah. stomach, it kind of mess it up. But you get like points and stuff for doing mm-hmm. this. I mean, it was like, you, yeah, I remember you had that game and that's the first time I played it and I was like, this game is just so... It was so wacky. It was like one of those games where I'm like, I don't I don't know how fun this really is, but man, I'm like so addicted to just playing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like so much fun to play. It's actually a second in a series. Uh, yeah, it's the second game of it. And the first one is more like a strategy, I think. I never played the first one. I don't know anything I never about played it either. I, I only played, videos. yeah,
1: I only played the, uh, Pan- it's Panic on Funkatron, not Battle on Funkatron.
0: So do you know the good news about that game? What's the good news about that game? What? Did you just ask I'm, a I'm question? I'm to ask a question. Because <laughs> impo- that is a very important game that is now being released on the Nintendo Switch Remade.
1: Is it really? That's yeah. awesome, man. I'm yeah. going to have to get a Switch just it's, for that game. I
0: know, dude. That is crazy, man. I did
1: not. I, I honestly did not know that was getting re-released on the Switch. Because I know so. the Switch is re-releasing a lot of old games and something big coming up. But, you know, with that getting re-released, dude, I might have to go hunker down and stash yes. some money aside and go buy Switch just for that.
0: The Switch is looking... I tweeted about it, man. The Switch is looking awesome. I mean, I'm just The Switch so really is... Well,
1: did you did you see what... Okay, so I know I didn't say news in the beginning, but now that we've talked about the Switch, I just want to announce it real quick. They have a thing coming out called Labo, where um, uh, with the Switch, basically you you go into the game and you can create these different attachments for your switch like a piano and okay. they ship it to you in a cardboard and you take it you take it out like flat pieces of cardboard you take it out and build it then stick your switch in it and then you can play the piano
0: i have no idea what do you mean he's, he's it's called labo piano.
1: yeah okay so so look look it up real quick it's if i'm not if i'm if i'm saying it right cuz i just saw it real quick it's called labo, labo. it's called nintendo switch labo like if you look that up, it should come up, and because, um, like right, I said, right. I haven't I haven't done uh, any news or anything. bunch of and awesome
0: do-it-yourself cardboard toys for the Switch.
1: It's got all kinds. You can do all kinds of things with it. You could come up with your own it stuff. Plays build the piano? with Was build. It with, yeah, piano. Yeah, it's it, that's what that's what it looked like in the advertisement that I watched. It's Nintendo's. It's Nintendo. Oh my gosh,
0: they are doing it again. That's crazy. You that's see awesome. it. I see it. I don't know what it is. I mean, I see what you're talking about. I mean, yeah. the first thing that pops up is Nintendo's making a bunch of awesome do-it-yourself cardboard toys for the uh-huh. Switch.
1: Yeah, and it's and it's called Nintendo Labo, L-A-B-O. Yeah. And it's all powered by the Nintendo Switch because they have slots where, for different things, like they have a fishing pole where the... the, the, the um, the Switch, the, the the actual game part of it, sits in like a little a, a little do- a cardboard dock that's made. And then you build an actual fishing pole with a string that attaches to the dock that the Switch sw- sits in. The little Joy-Con controller plugs into the back of the cardboard uh, fishing reel. And now you can play a fishing game on the okay. Switch.
0: So when you say play the piano, it's like a thing that you can play on the Switch. Yeah. Something like a little piano, like a, pi- a cardboard thing that somehow plays... Well, it's a it car- It's a cardboard thing of that. A switch.
1: Na- yeah, it's cardboard thing, and now you like the screen of the switch sits in front of the keys, so that's like where your oh, music I is. See. Okay, that's I, don't,
0: cool. I don't, I don't,
1: I don't know if it, I don't know if it's music that you that you play or if it's a game that goes along with it because I didn't see yeah. any details into it. But that I just saw that because that was like one I of the see first it pieces. Now. In I see it. the piano. It's really neat. It's a really cool, creative idea. Nintendo's is very crazy. creative on that. So like. If you like if you think you might want to get a switch, this is a great time to get it because doing that kind of thing is really great. And they allow you to come up with stuff.
0: Yeah. That's, at, least that, that at least that at least that was my inter-
1: At least that was my interpretation from it being a DYI creations and from what it looked like on the screen. It might not be you come up with things, but they have stuff for it, but it just looked really neat and you be able to do those controllers. I mean, you've got to think about it. If you're able to do that kind of stuff. It's low cost entry into gaming. You know, you buy a Switch, and then with Labo, you're getting these little kits sent to you. I mean, there's a robot kit here that I see r- right across. So, I mean, y- you're looking at some pretty neat stuff with that. You know, and I hate to get off sidetracked on that, but when you said that Toji and Earl's coming out on that, I got all got all excited about that.
0: It, it is. I mean, they're 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 crushing it. Uh, I mean, they got so many. One of the main things that I like that one of the my biggest draws for the Switch is they got a lot of. Uh, it's not 16-bit but i'm just going to use it because everybody knows what i'm talking about 16-bit-esque rpgs that keep coming out for it all these independent rpgs the i am Setsuna sequel i mean i can't even name i don't know i can't remember i remember seeing a video for things that come out for the switch and i'm like well dude that is sick but i remember toe jam i was meaning to tell you because um, every time i think of that one I, you know i remember you got that one and i remember that really well so uh but man, dude, that's uh, yeah, Nintendo's crushing it. I remember every headline with PlayStation Four, Sony is scared of the Nintendo Switch because they're just. I hope they make a comeback so bad that they, all the third uh, parties want to go to them, and so on and so forth, and just. Do I think really it would be well. awesome.
1: It'd be great, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah and here's something.
1: the here's the news. I can't believe I missed that news. It's back in March of twenty seventeen of uh, this past year. Or so. Um, what the, lo- the 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 is? and Earl is coming to Nintendo oh, Switch. Okay. Yeah, uh, hands on with the latest build. It looks different. It's a new. It's a new. It's look like a new one. It's called Toe Jam and Earl back in the groove, the fourth yeah. installment, more than twenty five years old. So man, yeah, I'm down to do that. I'm down to jump on that. That uh, I, I I mean, they basically say it, it feels like a loving reboot of what made the '91 original so much fun. Yeah, I mean, if if it stays true to what it was, it's I mean, it's made with a love, fantastic man. game. I mean, it's, it's, made with love. Game. it's good. <laughs> so. So okay, this question is exempt from me and asking questions. I just want to bring it up to 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 let to let to listen to the podcast people. You well, what you know me? I don't ask questions. The one that I asked earlier was a slip of the tongue, but this <laughs> one is a, this one is a serious question that I need to ask because we need to keep on bringing it up until it gets until somebody figures it out. Has anybody beat the challenge that you put out for them nope. on the last podcast?
0: First of all. You've already asked the question. You've already asked the question, and it was fine. And when you go back to listen to this podcast, you're going to see how, man, when Clear asked the question, it just it just came to life. There's so much color in the <laughs> podcast now. But um, but uh, so that, but but yeah, that doesn't count anyway. After that podcast, you know, I said, yeah, yeah, need, this so podcast
1: doesn't count in. No, none, none of them that do outside.
0: anymore. And I, I, yeah. nobody has responded, so I don't think there is one. I mean, I really don't. Uh, that's fine. I can't I think of. I've listened to all of them before. I mean, I didn't listen to them before I said that or anything. Like, okay, let me go listen to them before I make yeah. this challenge. I want to do that. I want somebody to get a game. Uh, yeah, if they, I do. If I do they take find one the challenge. One. And just so. I mean, we will constantly. I mean, I, who knows if we, if, I, if I can think of something else to drop a cool contest, I will. Yeah. But um, but yeah, we got the next contest that we want to do is for people that you know we we got a lot of new people and that's what we're trying to do with the NES Classic. Mm-hmm. It's got a lot of people, and there's people that have listened. Um, hey, whoever that is in Sweden that's listening, you listened to yeah. this month. That's awesome. We hope you spread the spread the news, Callie, well, out there too, blowing <laughs> it up. I mean, seriously, it's awesome. You
1: know what? I'll I'll make this even sweeter for the challenge for the challenge to find no a game. Hollywood's gonna pay for the game, and if you're out of country, I will make sure it gets to you, and I'll pay for your shipping to get it there.
0: I mean, I, that's awesome, dude. So if I, you're
1: so if you're so if you're out out of the country, I will make sure that it gets to you.
0: But here's the thing: I don't think I think it just doesn't exist. I mean, I'm serious. I mean, I'm not trying to.
1: If it doesn't exist, it doesn't if exist. If it doesn't
0: exist, it, we'll, we'll we'll figure something else. We'll, out. Oh, we'll
1: but, figure something out. We'll get somebody in. But you got to at me, least uh, let us know that you went through and say I can't find it. You know, and if we have 10 people that say they <laughs> yeah. can't find it, we'll say pick a number between one and 10, and no, you. No, I'm not doing it. There you go, that. something like that. I'm or, we'll not put doing you, or we'll put you in a random drawing or something like that. Who knows? We'll we'll do we'll figure out something, but we'll get somebody something there. Cause that's, I just want
0: to see who. I just wanted to see who. Uh, I mean, we're going to do more contests, but I definitely. just wanted to see who could find that. But yeah, if you find it. But anyway, yeah, I don't want to leave out. Um, I just want to give a shout out while we're doing this. Florida, our number one state. Yep. Is, is, is uh killing with the downloads that's awesome that is definitely our number one state mississippi of course where we're both from is mm-hmm. our number two i figured that would be number one i do too Cal- cali california number three so mm-hmm. shout out to you guys georgia blowing it up arkansas blowing yep. it up We got a few other states louisiana new york alabama hitting two downloads man New Come Jersey. on, Alabama. Where you at? Y'all need to bring it back. I figured y'all would love this. Uh, Jersey has got a couple of listens, but uh, other. I don't even know what that means, where those are from. Yeah,
1: no, I know. I never got that on I our don't understand uh, that, analytics. They so. must not
0: configure it out, but Sweden. Of all the countries, Sweden blowing it up. I wish I could know how to say thank you in Sweden. But uh, we will uh, we'll figure it out. China's got a few, and then Brazil got the one. If they got one, I don't really they probably like, What is this? Oh, this is this is terrible, you know, and then just stop listening. <laughs> but when they get more than one, I get happy. So, I uh, too.
1: it's not, it's nice, it's nice to see that y'all are out there listening to it. So,
0: yeah, so just wanted to give you guys a little shout outs, and uh, we appreciate the listens, and uh, hope you guys are getting anything. If there's anything you guys would like to hear, let us know. And uh, you can let us know on Facebook. You can let us know on Twitter, Hollywood Cole. I say it every time. I'll have it in the description. Um, I got a Twitter. We also got an H&K. What is it? H&K video game. Is that the Twitter yep. for H&K? Yeah, uh, h and
1: uh, I think it's just it's h H&K. K. It's h- it, yeah, it's just HK because I couldn't put the ampersand. They wouldn't put the, the ampersand. I'm trying to make sure we put ampersand places there because, you know, you got the H&K guns. Don't want to cross any lines there. So,
0: But anyway... Uh, but yeah, all this will be in the description. All of the the twitters yeah. and, and whatnot. And so well, we're
1: also starting to pin our uh, our most yeah. recent podcast at the top of our Facebook page to make it easy for you to find it because we're trying to keep that news rolling. We're go- we went down. We decided to. Um, compress our news down to just sending out two posts a day because we don't want to flood you with everything. Yeah. We want to keep everything fresh and everything so that way you actually want to come look and see what we got. But we want to also make it easy for you to find our podcast. So we're going to pin it to the top. It'll be pinned to the top with a post that has all of our uh, links in there as well so you can find our links to everything. It's got a direct Google Play link in there. So you if you click on it, it'll take you directly to Google Play. To uh, to everything on that, if you want to use Google Play, uh, it'll have the Podbean one that'll take you directly to Podbean. Uh, did we put that? I don't think we got the iTunes one in there. We'll get that iTunes one in there too, so that way your your preferred choice. You can go in there and do it. Um, just you know, what we really want from you is give us some follows on our Podbean. You know, they're a great group. You know, they're a great company that that's hosting our pod our podcast for us. And without them, we wouldn't be able to bring this podcast to you. So go in there and follow that because that actually helps us more than anything. So go in there and follow that and you know we greatly appreciate that follow there. And remember too is if you follow on Podbean you give us a follow in the contest for the SNES mini you get 20 likes. You get 20 you get 20 entries. So go in and give us a follow on Podbean and you get 20 entries not 10. So that's the one that's got the difference. And we're only going to tell you that here on the podcast. So you've got to listen to hear that.
0: Thank you guys for listening. And until uh, next time, take it easy, guys. Talk.